0: everybody, welcome to episode 11, um, April 1st, Too Busy to Flush. I'm JR.
1: And I'm Molly.
0: And we are a married couple. We have four children, two dogs, and one cat.
1: A cat who has caught two mice in three days, crushing it as Ooh. a cat.
0: We should send that cat to San Francisco to kill the rats in my mom's kitchen.
1: Or they could go to a shelter and get their own cat, because I don't want to give up my cat.
0: True. That's probably the wise course of action. Um, So you mentioned before the start of the show you need to hide your quarantine 10. Believe it or not, I weighed myself. I I do
1: believe it, because your son told me this.
0: I am 203 pounds. I have not been 203 in a very long time. We
1: are closing the gap. Remember when we got married, we were exactly a foot difference in height and 100 pounds in weight yeah yeah we're not 100 pounds in weight apart anymore. (laughs) well i
0: haven't been below 200 since before college um because after college i started working out a lot so i'm going to attribute to losing some pounds on my uh my quad from my losing losing
1: muscle mass yeah yeah i'm uh, muscle mass loss is not my problem my Muscle problem, mass gain is your problem. My problem is the fact that I made a full-sized cake on Monday night. Ooh. And I've eaten a lot of it.
0: I do like the failed frosting.
1: It's like a, I'm a fan. it's like an upside down molten cake, right? Mm-hmm. Like the gooey stuff is on the top. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: The kids informed me right off the bat that it was you a frosting fail. screwed up fail. the frost. It was a frosting fail. And everybody seemed to be very happy with said frosting fail. That's
1: what I get for trying something new. A happy failure.
0: I like happy failures.
1: Um, so we did an episode earlier today, and I don't think anybody's actually tried listening to it.
0: They will. I made the mistake, I think, early on of putting... Um, I should have really like upped my game and did uh, 43 minutes of nothing. Blank audio, so it looked like a full episode when they're in their thing, but I don't think anybody's listened to it
1: yet. No, I don't think anybody's even tried. My friends who listen to us like do it while they're cleaning the kitchen after their kids go to bed, so you
0: know they will, though, and it's going to be great because they're going to listen to it sequentially and it's going to be awesome.
1: So, anyway, hope you enjoyed our our last, our mid afternoon, very brief episode, um, our April 1st episode. Lighten up your, your COVID life a little bit, mm
0: hmm besides looking at memes on Instagram
1: <laughs> which is not really changing taking your mind off of covid no unless you're watching tiger king which curious if anybody out there is everybody is watching tiger king i mean you're not you didn't no. seem that into it
0: no wasn't that interesting to me
1: i like the i like the I mean, now I am I mean, reading. I'll
0: watch it if I'm bored, but I would rather be down here in my man cave. with You would rather be doing almost lights.
1: anything. True. Sleeping. I went to bed. Who else? Well, anybody's listening. I went to bed naked the other night and you like.
0: <laughs> really?
1: Yeah. And you never showed up.
0: You never. You need to tell me these things.
1: I mean, at some point, I just assume you're going to come to bed and you don't.
0: No, the last couple of nights has been after midnight because I've been down here
1: farting around, farting on around your with my DJ techno rig. stuff. It's awesome. So anyway, you never know what could be waiting for you upstairs oh. if you decide to actually come upstairs. Well, you need and go to, to give
0: bed. me a clue. I mean, I was because this, this isn't this is okay.
1: So here's something we haven't told people about. I was on the pokey mat. Oh, so
0: here's all right, something. So yeah, you set me up for a joke and then drop me.
1: That's no, I no because I I was actually like, hmm, I don't know because usually you're like, I'm gonna cop a feel while you're lying here. So the pokey mat people. Is an acupressure mat. It's not acupuncture like the needles, but it is a mat that's what like two feet by three feet?
0: Four maybe. It's it's the it's the length of your back. Of
1: your back. And it is little plastic spikes. Oh, and they're amazing. And when you first lie down on it, it is shocking because like, they're sharp plastic spikes. And you can actually like stand on it too. And get and you. They're have sharp all enough
0: these. that Faith once slid off the bed. She was up on the bed. And she was sliding down and she landed on the pokey mat and started screaming.
1: Or like our dogs will accidentally jump on the bed if I've left it on the bed, and they are. I mean, it freaks them out. They're off again. It hurts. They're they're pointy, but they don't break the surface or anything. But the they hit all of these different nerve endings all over. Um, and get your blood flowing and it's simultaneously pain relieving and relaxing. And we both will lie down. You, I mean, some people, you can get used to it with your shirt off or with your shirt on like through a t-shirt, but we lie on it with our shirts off and get the full effect and we'll both fall asleep on this sharp mat. Um, you
0: guys, it makes after about five, six, seven minutes, my legs start to get the most relaxed I have ever felt them in. It's so, just
1: incredible. So, we will try to what I'll find do, a sh- uh, an Amazon link.
0: Yes, and we'll put the Amazon link in our reseller account. So, when you use, when you shop our products, you will support the show.
1: We got ours from Baby Steals, which is like a woot.com thing years ago. Years and years ago. Um, so, we might not be able to find the exact thing. Because remember, we wanted two. And we couldn't find Mm -hmm. one of them for a while, and we bought one, and it wasn't nearly sharp enough. We ended up giving it away at a garage sale because it just wasn't... Oh, that's
0: right. Yeah, it was It wasn't sharp
1: enough. So um, we can't make any promises about the quality of... But we know know
0: the brand that...
1: That's true. We could look up the brand. So anyway, um, we've loaned it to people who have not loved it. Um, We love them and um, use them regularly for relaxation. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, as long as we're doing um, promotional things, um, my hi, Net. She's watching but not listening because she's in a community group. I'll wave at you. Oh, that's hilarious, Mom. Um, Multitasking at its maybe not at its finest, but close. Um, I've been reading up about the health benefits of sitting in a sauna, particularly an infrared sauna. And my parents have one that they haven't used for a long time. And so I've been sitting in my mom's and I don't know if it's helped me because I'm back to having a sore throat, but it's also supposed to help with high blood pressure, which is an issue my mom has had for years. And so interestingly enough, since I've been using it, she's been using it and she said she's been sleeping great and feeling quite good. And you're supposed to do this infrared sauna and then you're supposed to take a cold shower and it somehow like shocks your system and boosts your immune system and does all of these like health benefits for you so if you can afford an infrared sauna people out there (laughs) the acupressure mat is for sure more affordable for our average audience member but anyway you know if you happen to have Uh, parents or in-laws who have an infrared sauna get them to fire it up and it might do some do some good for you okay one more sort of lighter thing that i've been thinking about before we go into the heavier thing that I've been thinking about. Mm-hmm. So with all of the moms now at home with their kids 24 seven for weeks on end, one thing, I mean, there's so, so, so much advice going around. Unfortunately, a lot of the advice has boiled down to just be, have a good relationship with your kids and keep your, all of you guys alive. And thank goodness for teachers, which interestingly, I don't want to get super political, but all these people are like, yay, teachers, like, especially public school teachers for completely retrofitting what they do which is genuinely very commendable and they love their students and are doing all of these things to give their students particularly students who don't have a good relationship with their parents at home and who rely on the affection and the, the commendation the affirmation that they get from their teachers it really is a lifeline for a lot of Kids And so these teachers are trying to be in touch with them and trying to equip parents to keep their education going. And for the poor parents, it's a balance of working from home and surviving and all of a sudden having to educate. And anyway, the teachers thing is um, they're like, you know, let the government get out of the way and let the teachers do their thing. The government isn't fixing this. The teachers are. And I'm like, yes. That's what conservatives have been saying for years. We don't need Common Core. We don't need this. We don't need more testing. We just need some great need, teachers. We need federalism. We need to take power away from the federal government and delegate it to the states and <coughs> to smaller governments. Well, I governments. am sorry
0: to inform you, but every governor in the country is starting to put in more and more laws and take more and more power and put in more and more restrictions. It's going to be.
1: Great. But each governor gets to do that. And even our president, yes. who many people hate... Um, is saying governors are in charge of right. their stay-at-home orders or how their state responds. I'm kind
0: of annoyed that everybody wants to lay the blame for this on the president. When it's like, look, people, your governor is just—he's free to do whatever he wants.
1: It, it so and it's actually the more the their States. responsibility to be doing these things, and you want your governor to have that responsibility right. more than the president i mean whatever anyway we don't have to get super political but that all of the like yay teachers thing which i totally agree with is let the bureaucracy get out of the out of the way and let the inventive gifted people who are in the positions that they're in do their thing all over the place like don't enact the war act or whatever it is where the government can tell companies what they have to do to to do the war effort don't enact that Sit back for five minutes, take a deep breath and see what private enterprise will do. And that's that's what's happening in America. Um, And I think it's I think it's fantastic.
0: Did you know that growing up we lived in a house uh, in a trailer by a smelter? Yes. But no, this was a house east of here in this same town. And in that house was a, a legit sauna. Cedar walls, I think there were cedar, the rocks that you pour water on, and my dad used to sit in that all the time. Did would, you like we it? We would join. I used to hate saunas when I was younger. I used to like it a little bit, but it just, it didn't have the same, it didn't have the same jam saunas have for me now, but still, anyway, oh boy, Ooh, a little early for that. I'm having more <laughs> coffee. It would, I would much rather sit in a good hot tub or hot springs than a sauna. So the only way you are probably going to get a sauna in your life is if your mom gives you hers. I don't need a sauna
1: in my life. I don't need to maintain it. I don't need to worry about it. I can just go use hers. Um, Right. So anyway, um, I, on a more serious note, um, have, uh uh-oh, my contact's about to come out. Has your
0: life changed much?
1: Has my life changed much? Yeah, since the shelter
0: at home. Because Montana has an official shelter at home now, so we have to stay home. Or we get arrested and thrown in jail. I'm kidding.
1: They That's are right. actually talking about arresting people who flagrantly violate it.
0: That's so dumb.
1: It's not that dumb. I mean, people, people are dumb. That's the problem. Uh-huh. People yeah. are dumb. True. Apparently, True anyway, I could go on and on about the news. We don't need to go on and on about the news. Um, so, for like three weeks now... People
0: are hard and weird.
1: People are and just flat out dumb sometimes normal people I follow people, a few of those instagram accounts normal people are weird and hard some people are, are weird just and hard flat and dumb out. yeah um i like it yeah so we've been we've been teasing people with this i i submitted an article to too, about homeschooling in the midst of this crisis and it's very likely not going to i mean as i think about the content of it now Everything that I said, for the most part, has been said in a million different forums now.
0: <laughs> weeks um, ago.
1: Weeks ago. So um,
0: yeah, it hasn't been published. I was actually no, about it today. hasn't. Oh, and it,
1: I, if it, I would be actually be embarrassed for it to be published now because it's so not timely. Um,
0: you should email and go, please don't publish it.
1: But um, one of the things in it that I loved that I should pick out portions of should it. We,
0: should we post the original one anyway? Maybe
1: not the original one, but I might break it up into smaller pieces okay. and do, like, topical posts. But one of the things that I loved was that I, I mentally, and the reason I'm bringing it up, is there are two sort of mental images that I get. Do you remember our conversation? I'm all over the place right now. Do you remember our conversation in our second episode, maybe, where we were talking about some people don't have an internal monologue right? right yep. and other people have like an internal dialogue with different voices mm-hmm. and some people think in pictures and different people just think in some people actually Im- like see words in their minds as they're thinking so i i am realizing i i mean i definitely have <laughs> it's not even an internal monologue i just have a monologue going on all the time i was talking to myself out loud in the shower today before and it didn't even like i stopped myself i was like oh man Oh, That's embarrassing, but um, but I it, when all of this was first starting to kind of go down, and Lily heard us talking a lot, and she got she I was tucking her in one night, and she was like, "I'm scared." Um, I I told her to imagine herself in the forest by our cabins. And far enough out in the forest that she didn't know where she was. And I asked her if she would be scared being alone out in the forest, not knowing where she was. And she was like, of course I'd be scared. And I was like, what if you were in the forest with your dad? And he hunts and hikes in these forests all the time. He knows exactly where he is. And he's got GPS devices, so even if he gets a little disoriented, which he doesn't, you know, he won't, um, he can pinpoint exactly where he is and just by turning something on. And I said, would you be scared then? And she was like, of course I wouldn't be scared. And um, my point was for her, as well as I keep reminding myself of this exact illustration, is that we're, we feel like we're lost in a forest with all of the uncertainty and um just the the swirling of everything i mean it's not just uncertainty it's tangible grief um for our whole world so much fear so much unknown like i don't know if you knew that your second cousin that i am in touch with more than you are had a daughter who was a high school daughter who was working with missionaries in africa when all of this went down, she was supposed to be there for like eight weeks. Mm-hmm. Dad went over to Africa, dropped off. Mom was supposed to go get her. Well, she ended up being shuffled around from various American embassies and whatnot and finally came home on a chartered flight by the embassy, mm-hmm. getting a bunch of Americans back on state soil. So she, as of yesterday, is finally home. You know, stuff like that where it's just, you know, like you're keeping a running prayer list. We, I mean, the, our prayer list could be as long as we are tall in a second. When you look at everybody around us has prayer needs and it feels like mm-hmm. we're lost alone in a forest and yet our father is with us and he's not even close to lost. Like he made the forest and it's not scary to him and we're not lost.
0: I, f- I feel like there's a lot that I haven't been able to do. Like I, you know, since this all went down, I've been, like, oh, I can't do anything. Um, I find myself busier because my particular skill set in the virtual world is in a little bit more demand with some of the people I'm, you know, the organization church and our dojo and stuff. But um, it finally just struck me. I was like, well, I can pray. I'll spend some extra time every day in prayer. And so I emailed some folks that are particularly close to me and family. And I was like, guys, send me a prayer list. I'll spend some extra time in prayer. It's about all you can do. um, Except sit at home and Keep yourself occupied by doing something other than watching Tiger King.
1: <laughs> I've watched one episode of Tiger King. I'm not exactly up with the rest of America. I mean, what I need to be able to do is watch Tiger King and fold laundry. So
0: you know this, Molly, but our listeners, when this first went down, I canceled all of our like subscriptions and then things stabilized a little bit. So I brought back um, our music subscription, but I think I kept everything else. I killed everything else. And it's just, I wasn't planning on watching anything. It's like, I don't, I don't know where this is going to go. Like, where's our income going to go? Where's the economy going to go? I'm not going to spend money needlessly right now when, when we don't know what's going to happen. And we still don't know what's going to happen, but things have stabilized at least a little bit in our world. So I hope things are stabilized in, you know, our listeners' worlds, too. Uh, a little I don't bit. Know. We'll all get big fat checks from the government. Add to that debt. Sorry, I won't get a bit political. I not want to get political. All right. So anyway, you were saying. No,
1: I another thought that I had, you know, so I, I submitted this article. It's not getting published. Everyone has said great, wonderful things. All this advice. I think that moms are in some ways starting to find a routine and figure out. I, I think there are most schools in the United States are not planning to start back up, though. How nuts is that? Um. So then April Fool's today, I see a bunch of people like posting memes from their government from their governors announcing that kids have to repeat the same grade next year (laughs) that's a good one (laughs) you know waiting to show that to their kids but no one thing i haven't seen is advice for lunches like i've had this conversation with other homeschooled moms because if your kids go to school you send them off with money you send them off with A sack lunch. And maybe you moms out there are smart and are just continuing the same routine that you have with snack lunches or whatever. But um, I just thought maybe I should compile a list of things that I feed my kids for lunch on a regular basis where it's it's not dinner and I don't always have enough leftovers to reheat the night before's soup or casserole or whatever. So like tonight I deliberately made a huge pot of rice because I want to make fried rice for a lunch and my kids love fried rice. I don't know if Faith will like it. I'm not sure that I've ever make, since she started feeding herself and gotten weird and picky, fed her fried rice. But anyway, I can put a ton of vegetables in it. Like I'm going to chop up cabbage to the same size as the rice and onions and carrots and peas and, um, egg. And so it's got protein and all sorts of good stuff. And I'll add some turmeric for, the anti-inflammatory and anyway fried rice is a good crowd pleaser for lunch nachos quesadillas use it, it our family is big enough now to use two cans of refried beans or make a giant instant pot of refried beans um for dinner and then make bean burritos for lunch um I don't know I just sandwiches don't satisfy us that much so we, use, we do sandwiches when we're going out, but we don't do sandwiches a whole lot.
0: And you don't feed me. I typically home. have to go scratch for my own stuff. It's legit, though. We have four kids, and they're yeah. much more demanding than I am.
1: Yeah. And, and I you also schedules. are up doing. Like to today... You're weird. You yeah. Eat, you make yourself eggs at 10. Mm, at 10.45. And, yeah, you know, so... It's true. Um, Um, I have nothing to
0: add to this particular section of the conversation. No, I was just... all I could throw out I'm just
1: thinking off the top of my head, like, things that I like, you know, that are easy for me. (sighs) I do Mm -hmm. nachos a lot, although I'm sort of rationing cheese now since I'm trying not to go to Costco very much. So I'm realizing that a lot of the things that I default to require a lot of cheese. But I have a a nice, like, black bean soup recipe that's just, like, a couple of cans of beans and um, tomatoes and a couple of spices and an onion that my kids... like like, and it's easy and fast to do but um but i don't know i'm just thinking i haven't really seen any but i also haven't seen any moms complaining about running out of things to feed their kids for
0: lunch i want to know i want to know what folks have done uh to kind of break up the monotony of every day is the same i want to know what kind of ideas you guys have done that are listening um to break up that monotony because i know what was it monday we sat down and And you said, "Okay, guys, let's do something different every single day." And with us, obviously, it revolves around food. Um, Not
1: everything, but the ones that we've actually followed through and done do.
0: (laughs) Yes, Um, but it helps us remember what day it is. Like our, you know, your mom, Molly's mom, years ago when Titus was, uh, when she was pregnant with Titus. It was like almost ten years now. um, Had had started paying for a housekeeper to come in once every couple of weeks. And so she came, she usually comes on Friday. She came yesterday. And so all day today, I've been thinking it's Saturday, which is probably why I stayed up late and then made myself eggs at 10 o'clock. <laughs> I don't know.
1: <clears throat> so, yeah, we did come up. I asked the kids to come up with some ideas cause I wanted to see what they could come up with. Um, because it was, it was less for them than for me because I mean, like, days of the week, it starts to, it matters to Titus and Lee a little bit, but at least it's like, what is today? Monday? Oh, so tomorrow's Saturday? It doesn't mean a whole lot to her, but to me, when the kids are like, what day is today? I'm like, doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't matter. I'm going to be Eeyore, but genuinely, unless it's Sunday know. and we're going to log on for our church service, which we could actually log on and watch the same, you know, any day if we, you know... <laughs>
0: I don't think I should keep them up there. I think I should actually pull them down. I don't think we have a streaming license for the music, but
1: whatever. You could Maybe leave them up for 24 hours. Yeah. Anyway, um, you know, other than that, doesn't matter. So for me, I needed something to keep, like, keep traction for my wheels in terms of, like, okay, today's Taco Tuesday, Wednesday, you know, they, they wanted Wacky Wednesday because of that Dr. Seuss book. So I read the book with Elise today, but I don't know what else. Titus wore a
0: sombrero while sitting in his camouflage sweatshirt at the computer
1: for his typing lesson. And then the sombrero came off because it was then weepy Wednesday while he was sulking about (laughs) piano being hard. Um, But
0: Thursday, what's tomorrow?
1: So so when you're looking at a calendar and Tuesday is a T and you're just doing one letter, Tuesday is a T, Thursday is an Mm -hmm. R. So I went with reading and room cleaning because I need oh. a dedicated time to send Titus and Lily downstairs. See,
0: I spent I spent all afternoon cleaning up this room, well, our Titus, studio. It was a disaster. Titus
1: and Lily need to have a dedicated yeah, put your clothes away, tidy up, actually vacuum the floor down here. Time. So I also I should fold clothes. I yeah we should. I also we I can't was going to make Wednesday wash day, but we already had we workouts which we didn't do, um, and waffles. And then when the weather's better, we'll do fire pit nights on Wednesdays also. There's a lot of things on Wednesday. They kept adding stuff.
0: You guys, um, how big has your laundry pile ever been? <laughs> Give me a height. If you were to stack all the clothes in one pile, we should do that. We should have a contest and do a giveaway. for the, if, the, if their pile like beats a, ours. Like a Tide Pod. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if they're Tide If they're...
0: If they're if their uh, pile is higher than our clothes pile right now.
1: I, I'm i not bad at getting clothes washed and dry. No, they get washed. I'm terrible at sorting. Yeah.
0: And I'm terrible and at it. Everybody hates it. Folding clothes away. is the worst. We need to hire an, a broke. Now all these people are unemployed. We can hire a woman to come in like once a week and fold our clothes for us. That'd <laughs> be awesome.
1: Or we could just... Be more disciplined about making our kids do it for themselves because two out of four, I don't like folding
0: my own clothes. I don't either. I would rather just get up and dig through the pile for a shirt. I'm very kid like that.
1: (laughs) Um, I took a shower today and had a lot of trouble finding a good pair of underwear to put on after the shower, so I need to do the sorting. Uh
0: Oh, yeah, good pair. Do you have nothing but bad pairs?
1: I have. I have a little bad... You know, the older ones that the elastic is dying in. and I you still have them? Um. Um. I'm trying to decide. Look, I'm a woman. You need bad underwear. Okay? I have...
0: Oh, okay. I got you. I mean, I have bad underwear, but that's because I have a hard time throwing it out unless it's falling apart.
1: Yeah. No. I think our live feed just died. Um. But I have really bad internet down here right now anyway. Um, no, so, um, so I had, as you know, I had sort of a mental breakdown on, was it Sunday night where I was really struggling so much? I don't
0: remember.
1: I think it was Sunday night. Um, and I, I've actually, I don't think we've really talked since then that much, which is funny because we're living in the same house 24-7. I feel like we should be able to, we should be communicating more, but we're not. <laughs> and it's probably at least partly because you're down here every spare moment, even during the day. Like, hey guys, do you know where your dad is? Oh, he's down doing his music thing in his studio again.
0: Well, um, so I, spent a, I spent a chunk of time editing videos, too.
1: Okay, so anyway.
0: Dojo stuff and now I'm gonna do your dad's I'm gonna do a highlight reel of your dad's scuba trip. That's gonna be pretty cool.
1: So anyway, Sunday I was really struggling and I think I could kind of pinpoint it to watching the news and President Trump was like, Look, we're gonna nationally extend the lockdown recommendation through the end of April at least. Mm-hmm. And it just sort of sunk in like, this isn't a two weeks, we can do this, we got this, we're gonna get this all under control, especially in Montana, where it was like there was one death at that point and maybe like 91 cases, and which is now more than doubled um, the case, the five deaths in Montana, which compared to the rest of the country seems pretty paltry. But um, I, <coughs> it just sort of hit me like, you know. When we're like, okay, we can cover our mortgage and all of our expenses if our income takes a hit for one month, but for two, boy, you know, the stimulus, the stimulus makes up for a little bit of one month, you know, for, for one month, Mm -hmm. the stimulus isn't going to extend the entire month of April, all of that lost income for, for so many people. And just realizing the, um, the, I don't know, just, just the, the toll, the death toll, the sickness, the economic cost for everybody—it just felt like really heavy for me that night, um, as it all kind of was sinking in. And I had. I mean, some, it is really heavy. Yeah, I mean, I just—I had some interactions with other friends who said that there was a like two or three day period right in there that was hard for them too, because mm-hmm. it was recalibrating from this is a, this is now. I, you know, I signed up for a 5k and now I'm in an ultra marathon sort of recalibrating. And
0: my, I think my recalibration day was, uh, what day did I go over to Ty's house?
1: uh, Sunday.
0: Sunday. It was Sunday. Well, Sunday, maybe Monday, Sunday night, Monday. Cause you were, you were, yeah, you were
1: (laughs) struggling Sunday. Yeah.
0: So that had an effect on me, too.
1: Um, But I so again, I think in pictures, right? This is a funny picture to be finding comfort in. But um, what's that show? What's that TV show that you and Sam? The Expanse. The Expanse. OK, so I've watched like literally 10 minutes of this with you. And the 10 minutes I watched was there's a tsunami coming. Do you know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? And some dude, because I don't even know your characters, you were trying to tell me about all the characters.
0: They're trying to get into the alien artifact.
1: Yes. So they break into the, the side of a mountain, right? And they're trying to get all of these well, people in. Well, it's an alien in.
0: artifact, but yeah.
1: <clears throat> okay. So it looks anyway. like a mountain. So, Ancient so, alien artifact. Right. So there's there's a there's biblical imagery there, right? Mm-hmm. Being hidden in the cleft of a mountain while the danger passes by. And that was sort of the mental picture that I was trying to uh, embed in myself, that, that God is the, the alien artifact, and we, rush, we run mm-hmm. there for safety. And while the tsunami comes, we're hidden in the cleft of the rock, And um, to switch back to God being the rock instead of the alien artifact, right. in case I have any TR people fact-checking me if you know um but um anyway um that got me thinking and this is probably not a good tr conversation anyway um but it's me and i'm not tr means tragically reformed or totally reformed oh
0: yeah i'm trying to figure out what that means it,
1: it was a like a seminary you know year seminary
0: slang you got it. not everybody and, went to seminary including me so yeah it's.
1: anyway the people who were like You know, you use the word luck and they're like, there's no such thing as luck. Every single time you use it, you know, and you're talking about your son flipping the ball backwards. Yes. The only God is awesome people. Um, Anyway, that those people. So I, I started thinking about emotions because I'm not a super emoting person. Right. And yet this is a time with emotion, tons of emotions that I'm having to process and what songs and scriptures and images like being hidden in the alien artifact, I find comforting. And I, for some reason, it just occurred to me that, that everything that's comforting to me is who God is and how God feels towards me. And I don't find comfort in, I love you, God. In me thinking or feeling love for God. Hmm. And I don't actually necessarily think that I feel love for God in the way that I would say I feel love for my kids or I feel love for my husband. And which means, makes me ask myself, what does it mean for me to love God? And right now, Me loving God is simply trusting God and running to God as a refuge, the cleft of the rock, and not having feelings toward him other than relying on him for safety. Does that make sense?
0: No, yeah, it makes sense. Is that
1: super heretical?
0: No, I don't think it's super heretical at all. Why, I mean we're created as holistic beings emotions and everything and um but sometimes there's moments and i think they always talk about it where you're not feeling <clears throat> i think it's a mistake what i'm trying to say is i think it's a mistake to base uh, our trust or our level of relationship with god on 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 how much emotion there is in that Because God's going to work in or out of the emotion. It doesn't matter. It's not dependent upon us. He still loves us completely. And I think that's what's important because we're sinful. We're not always going to love him completely. He loves us completely. So that's all you got. Take it. (laughs) Run with it. All I seem to have is a desire to serve and help people around me when I'm not allowed to actually be with people around me. Yeah. Which is frustrating. So I... You know, obviously I'm helping, I got the church set up on live streaming and I'm filming at home workout videos for the dojo and and just trying to do what I can at least touch base with people. But I found that, you know, even when I text my friends, they're not very communicative. Like I'm not getting, I'm getting very little interaction from my relationships. Like (laughs) I'll text them and they won't text back or I'll call them and they won't pick up the phone or it's, it's weird. It's odd. And then there's a couple of people in my circle that are just dominating all conversations to the point where it's like, guys, go private, private text thread, please. <laughs> Which I should be one to talk because I'm usually the one that
1: result- hijacks <laughs> hijacks threads. threads.
0: But anyway, um...
1: no, it does make me. I mean, I'm I'm super cognizant of the fact that there are a lot of people who are already really lonely out there. Like I'm seeing on Instagram, I've seen a couple of public service announcements from the UK. I haven't seen anything in the U S but, um, about hotlines for lonely people recognizing that I can't remember the statistics, but even in the United States on average, a huge percentage of people say that they're lonely on on a day to day basis. And now all of a sudden any opportunity they have for social interaction has been shut down. Um, but I'm I'm actually – so I've been concerned about that as well as the mental health of people who tend to struggle with anxiety or depression and addictive behaviors that get worse when you're isolated or when you're anxious, all of these things. But at the same time, I wonder if people are – rather than like – a blast of relationship, even through social media, if people are being more laser focused in whom they're interacting Mm. with, you know, so, so there might not necessarily be a spike in loneliness because it's not like everybody else is going out without me. You know, I've got, if you have people, even a handful of people on whom you can rely, like one or two people who on whom you can rely and who are checking in on you That might be more valuable to you than having, when everything is not locked down, having a whole array of people that are, you know, hanging out without you.
0: I I know the laser focus does make a lot of sense, because at least in my circle, my family, both on my mom's side and my dad's side, have both become very laser focused on family. Mm -hmm. You know, there's been, which has been... Interesting. I mean, it's great, but that makes a lot of sense to me.
1: Yeah. I'm just, I don't know. I don't know if there's anybody tracking this sort of thing, but you know, if, um, if the, if there's not going to be quite the spike in loneliness that a lot of people's gut reactions had said there Mm -hmm. would be, because certainly we are designed for physical touch. And so the, um, the fact that we're not getting face-to-face interaction, yeah. both for introverts and extroverts. I see all these people with introverts being like, I don't mind this at all. I'm just living my best life, my normal life. are <laughs> like,
0: can we please remain six feet away after yeah, the quarantine which, is over? Which
1: I don't necessarily think is a healthy, I mean, that's, that's not healthy. <laughs> Even as an introvert, introverts need, need people. Um, and you know, whatever you're, your love languages that needs to be communicated, not just with your closest neighbor, your spouse or whomever, but with the people around you in general. And, you know, we as we're designed to have physical touch. Um, so anyway, um, I'd, I've i just been thinking about the loneliness thing and wondering where, where the, if the trajectory for that is not going to be different than we've originally thought I mean for sure um there are going to be people who who are really suffering and hurting and are not visible to the community and so are going to fall between the cracks Mm -hmm. even more than they normally do but um I don't know yeah it's really hard to try to figure out who's hurting and who needs things when um really the only way we're in touch with people is direct contact through text or phone yeah. or the people who happen to be visible and active on social media. And
0: typically the people who are, you know, people aren't going to necessarily reach out and say, Hey, I'm lonely right now Yeah. or they're just, yeah. they're not going to do that.
1: Yeah. Um, I did try to put on my Facebook the other day after my, just really struggling on Sunday and just said like, like this is the wave of emotion that hit me on Monday. I posted that and Just trying to not be, like, a mess, but also be honest that, like, this is my particular struggle. And if you can identify Mm -hmm. with these emotions that I've been trying to process and struggle with, then you feel less alone and less hopeless because it's a normal grief process um, that we're all... In con, we can be in conversation with each
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, this isn't. Is all this sheltered home self isolation stuff isn't sustainable? Because I, I believe we're as humans, we're created to be in community with one another, and it's not virtual, and it's not, um, <clears throat> it's not six feet apart. You know, what no. I mean, the community starts with your with your core family, obviously, and then extends out from there, but. This isn't how I mean we're not we're not designed to do this. So it'll be I've, interesting to see how it plays out.
1: I've read a I read a great piece, part of a great piece because I never read a whole thing anymore of anything ever. But I read a great the beginning of a great piece where she was comparing churches who are having to go virtual right now to uh lovers writing letters during wartime. So hmm. the the you know World That's War 2, World War 1, World War 2 where mm-hmm. he's overseas in war and they're writing these letters back and forth and that's never the end game. Right. Yeah. Um, and so her point was that for people who truly love their church body, this is not, they're not going to slide into, um, well, this is sure. Nice. Which, you know,
0: I can't think of a single person in my circle who wants this to replace getting together on Sunday morning. I can't think of one. I can think of, Every single one of them would love to have this as an option if they get sick or they can't make it in or the roads are are bad or whatever. But I can't think of anybody that actually wants to replace.
1: The reason they want that for an option, though, is because they still want to have some experience of participating in our church life rather than being totally, you know, logging into a mega church, a random mega church. There's something
0: something about, you know, there's something about even getting together virtually with other people. You know, it's just knowing it's it's almost subconscious knowing you're you're tuning in at the same time as who knows how many other people there's something there is still something connective about that.
1: With our church, that was kind of a cool thing about the Facebook live experience, because we had a stream of comments going. And, you know, the way Facebook works is it you're, the comments keep floating across right. while you're watching it. And so when there was prayer request time or prayer time people were actually typing in things that they were thinking or praying for um, in live so there was an element of interaction which now that we have our Interesting. Fa- our fancier schmanchier which is an improvement in terms of right. a, in a lot of ways but what there was kind of a sweet element of interaction that was captured that first week that you didn't experience cuz you were You were behind the scenes on it, not participating in that. But um, uh, anyway, that's that's pretty much all I've I've got.
0: Strange and crazy times we live in.
1: We are living in strange and crazy times. This is, you know, I do appreciate how clever people can be, though. Some of the like thing COVID memes. And I mean, there is it's interesting how much humor People are able to find in stuff, you know, the, particularly somebody who's like, so if this is COVID-19, mom, have you already lived through one through 18? <laughs> like I just saw that one. <laughs> That's funny. Thank God there hasn't been a one through 18 oh, of this.
0: Right. But, this is COVID-19. Is there going to be, we're in 2020. Is this last year's COVID disease?
1: Yeah. yeah. But you know, I mean, we we joke about this being the end of the world. Like we had a family dance party to the song, The End of the World the other day and not
0: R.E.M.'s version but Drew. Drew Holcomb's, Holcomb's version.
1: That's true. Um we should teach our kids both versions though, if we want to be good culturally relevant parents. Um our kids
0: are gonna listen. Why are you listening to this classic rock, Dad? <laughs>
1: but no, they they like some of that stuff. But um but and then yesterday there was an earthquake on the border between Montana and Idaho you know, I mean, you've got Jesus saying, you'll hear about wars and rumors of wars. Like, will hear about if, earthquakes
0: and diseases and rumors of earthquakes yeah, and, and diseases. Yeah, wonder
1: if it's the end of the world. But, you know, how many times throughout history have people wondered that, you know, Spanish flu, the plague, World oh, War I, yeah. World War II. I, just, I mean, we'd like I, it to actually, think we're, I mean our, we're further along in history. Right,
0: but I mean each of our experiences, I realize are unique because they're unique to us and it's the first time. But I think collectively we want to feel like we're unique or this is the first time in human history or this is the first time I've ever done it.
1: That's why know. history repeats itself. It, no, it's, because it's not we true. It's like actually...
0: all of the you know all of the people who would debate, you know, the existence of God. Your arguments you know this has been debated since the 1700s or 1600s is earlier than that you know it's like there's nothing new. I realize it's new, but it's not you know it's, you're not you um, but it does kind of thought. make
1: me wonder when Jesus is going to come back. Oh, know. you know I mean like if it feels like the end of the world it, at some point it actually will be the end of the world, and how crazy will that be. <laughs>
0: I guess but he so, says he said, you know, yeah. I'm not going to get into the theology, but yes, um, it will. At be, some
1: point, this will all actually end. Yeah. You know, as as we know it now, and that will be whether we're alive to see it or we're resurrected to experience whatever we experience in the resurrection. Mm-hmm. That will be nuts. It's true. <laughs> Like it's no matter true. what you believe about what the Bible says about the end times, the end result of it all compared to our current experience and our finitude and our suffering and just the way the world is so messed up, it it'll just I I don't know it'll
0: be nuts. Yeah, truth. All right, guys. Well, this about wraps up a show. We're at hey, forty-nine. It's the minutes. end
1: of the show.
0: Get your cigar. Smoke them if you got yeah. them.
1: It's pretty funny to have our little kids singing, smoke them if you got them. But, you know.
0: Kids good. I could use a cigar. Mm.
1: I'm going to go just... to bed. I stayed up too late tonight. night.
0: You going to go to bed naked again?
1: <laughs> I don't know. Are you going to do your your music?
0: I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh,
1: you know your mom's you know she this is 11 anymore.
0: years of marriage right here. <laughs> sex or music sex or sleep sex or Spiky pads, I mean sex we're or... <laughs> Yeah. yeah um, All right, so follow us on Instagram. We'll put a link to the products we mentioned earlier in the show. We'll put that in the show notes and then we'll make we'll do have, we'll have some Amazon links you can go click through if we find them on Amazon and if I can't, I'll note it in the show notes. but too busy to flush.com. Or TB, the number 2F.com. Like us, uh, review us, rate us, share us with your friends. Um, you can even send us uh, a note or a message of thanks if you like it uh, or not, or you just want to communicate with us. We're around. Um, sometimes we're square, but mostly I'm pretty square. We're around, though.
1: I'm getting around. <sighs>
0: quarantine 15 baby it's gonna be quarantine 65 here Molly shortly. did
1: you get pregnant again no oh, no, man. no no
0: no this,
1: this is just my sourdough bread
0: nobody <laughs> asked that I love sourdough bread alright so that said www.tobusytoflush.com <coughs> rate us review us thank you we love you we'll see you next week Happy, unless the um, world ends first yeah unless the world ends first then we'll see you on the other side <clears throat> or something I don't know I don't know God knows. <laughs>